All right. Today is August 25th, 2021. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, first off, right off the bat, obviously today is Wednesday and not Tuesday. Uh, the plan was for episodes to be released on Tuesday and Thursday. And for the second week in a row, I have failed at that. Um, my apologies. There's just been some uh, scheduling conflict and a lot of things going on. Obviously, this is a hobby situation, uh, not a full-time gig. So full-time working things come first. And then we got to just go roll with the punches, I guess, as a, as a hobby situation. Uh, maybe one day this becomes a paid gig and that would be awesome. Uh, but for now, it's just a hobby. So trying to do the Tuesday, Thursday situation, maybe it changes to Wednesday, Fridays. I don't know. I'll keep you posted. Uh, but we're here today. It's the 25th. Um, it's August. Uh, good show for you today. Uh, exciting things. Um, Pat is back. Pat is going to, uh, go over his... Uh, well, I'm just going to let you tell him. He was, he's was he been gone for a little while, uh, and there's a good reason for it. So he's going to go over that. He's going to talk to us about that, um, and that's going to happen. But before we get to that, just a few things. Um, as always, uh, this is sponsored by myself. Uh, the You can find everything that I do at TommyExperience.com. Uh, right now, I am in the middle of doing uh, ranking the NFL uniforms by divisions. Uh, so most of them are done. All that's left is the AFC and the NFC Norths, and those are going to come out in the next couple days. Uh, actually, the AFC North will come out today. Uh, so you stiller fans, make sure you go look at that. Uh, also, uh, picks of the day are back. I'm going to be posting gambling picks on the website around the lunchtime. Uh, so you can check those every weekday. Uh, sometimes on Fridays, Monday through Thursday, definitely, uh, Fridays get a little carried away. So check out, uh, the picks of the day, uh, gamble responsibly. I can't say that I'm putting real money on all these picks. I'm just putting them out there saying that it's a good idea. So listen to me. Don't listen to me. Whatever. Uh, I got a wedding to pay for. So I don't know if I can be gambling as much as I say I do. So, uh, but I'm going to put picks out there because putting picks out there is fun. I'm going to keep track of how good I am. Uh, so make sure you're looking at those. Uh, the link to my work with Cubby's Crib is right on the front of the page or on the home page. Uh, if you didn't hear last week, I got I got signed up with Cubby'sCrib.com. I put out a couple things. I actually just put out a uniform ranking of the City Connect uniforms for Major League Baseball that you can go and look at. It's on Cubby'sCrib.com. Uh, there's a link to that on the front page of the website. And then also on the front of the website is a link uh, to donate to Pat's and my team for the Rizzo Foundation Walk. Uh, we still love Anthony Rizzo and we still love what he does for charity. Uh, so that link is on the front page as well. Uh, as always, you can follow TommyExperience.com on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and then you can email me if you want to. Um, I once picked up a girl by an email address once, uh, TommyExperience at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know, say hi or tweet at me uh, ideas for the show. Or if you have questions, maybe we do a question segment if we have enough people submit questions. That would be cool. Uh, so check that out. Um, so those are all the things I had to tell you, but now I'm going to do some headlines. So on Saturday, uh, I was out busy 
for most of Saturday. Uh, but Mitch Trubisky had his revenge game at Soldier Field. The Bills beat the Bears 41 to 15. Mitch Trubisky, 20 for 28, 220, 20, 221 yards and a touchdown. He also ran one time for 11 yards. Uh, totally thrashed whatever string of Bears defense it was. Uh, he took him out to the woodshed. He had his revenge game. Good for him. Uh, if you don't know me, then you should know that I am the biggest Mitch Trubisky fan and the biggest Mitch Trubisky supporter of all time. Uh, he is my dude. He will always be my dude. He will always be my quarterback. Uh, I will always defend him tooth and nail. Uh, and I'm glad that he had a really good day. Um, hopefully, uh, he comes up to comes up and plays very well if he's needed in Buffalo. But I hope that this was good enough to earn him a job in the future somewhere. Uh, I think he's a great quarterback, and I don't think that what happened was his fault, which brings me to some Twitter things that I saw. saw a few people on Twitter saying, oh, maybe it wasn't Mitch after just throttling him for two to three years. Uh, I have receipts, and I will uh, fire them at all costs if I need to, but uh, I have always been on the Mitch train. Uh, I have been feeling like I am the only one that's ever been on the Mitch train, and now people want to jump on. It's a little late for that. Uh, so, but Justin Fields is our guy now, whatever. Uh, it was just said that, uh, Andy Dalton will not be playing in the third and final preseason game and Justin Fields will be starting. And that's because Andy Dalton is the starter week one and that's definitive, whatever. Uh, I think the sooner Justin Fields comes in, the better for the bears, but also there's no offensive line help. So I don't know what to tell you. I know I, uh, in our last episode, I fought tooth and nail to get uh, the Bears a wild card spot. And with this offensive line, I just, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I need to see a couple games first, and then we can and then we can see what the Bears can do in the postseason if it comes to that. But So that's our Bears preview. Uh, the Cubs still stink, uh, but they just... Um, they just, on Monday night, they ended their 13-game losing streak at home. It's the longest home losing streak in Wrigley Field history, uh, which says a lot because the stadium is over 100 years old. That's how historically bad the Cubs are, but they did win. Uh, I do need to say on Friday, I was at Wrigley Field, and the uh, Blue Angels were practicing for the weekend. They did their show um through the air you know as they do and they were practicing on friday for their saturday and sunday runs they were doing so during the cubs game and patrick wisdom comes up and hits a home run and as he's rounding the bases the blue angels fly over uh exactly over the stadium so basically patrick wisdom hits a home run and then he gets a flyby from the blue angels congratulating him on him on his home run uh, probably the coolest home run he will ever hit in the history of his life. So good for him. But the Cubs did lose that day. They lost on Saturday. They lost on Sunday. Somehow pulled out a win Monday. Uh, and hopefully you're listening to this with the Cubs on a two-game winning streak. But we'll see what happens. Uh, but the other thing for the Cubs, like I said earlier, I just wrote a blog on CubbiesCrib.com uh, ranking the City Connect uniforms. And you know how I feel about uniforms. Uh, so if you want to check that out, it'll be on Cubby Scrib. So those are all the headlines that I have for you. Um, so we're going to get into my conversation with Pat. He's got some exciting things to share. Uh, we're going to talk a little about 
a little bit about all those things. Uh, so, without further ado, here is the return of Pat. Okay, uh, making his triumphant return to the podcast today, um, Pat is back. He was gone for a while, had to take care of some things, um, some probation, some family obligations, but during those family obligations went uh, and got to see some cool things. I have not said anything yet to anyone about what you did, uh, so... The floor is yours, Pat. Welcome back. Please, uh, please share your cool findings. Thank you for having me back, Tommy. Um, I was out east for a family um, uh, event, and afterwards, I found myself with a little vacation time. So I, I used it to do a little traveling. You yeah, did a little traveling. Uh, went very far and wide. Um, and went to some cool places that apply to the interests of myself and this podcast. So the first place I went to was, we. I left Pennsylvania and headed into up, upstate New York and hit Cooperstown, New York, home of the Baseball Hall of Fame. Baseball Hall of Fame. One of the now, coolest Tommy, places I have never been. I would put this on your bucket list. Absolutely. It should be on the list. Um, what makes it so cool is the whole day becomes an event. You approach right. you approach Cooperstown down country roads. It's in the middle of the country. You come up you come up to a town and it's an old town with a main street. There's a there's a lake in the town and it's just it's picturesque. Right. And it was built you know, the first class was in the 30s, so so it has an older charm to it. So so we, we got to the Hall of Fame about 11 a.m. It was pretty crowded because there were Little League teams there and stuff right. like that. So, so yeah, we approached- yeah the, uh, the Little League World Series is happening, so that I can't imagine that's all too far uh, No, and they do that. have tournaments there, too. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, definitely. So, so we approached it. We approach it like we we took the whole day. So when you hit the Hall of Fame, it's it's magic. It, it's it's I hate to say magical, but it is. It's the building. It is for yeah for people like you and me. The Baseball Hall of Fame is absolutely a magical place. You come up to the building. It was built in the late '30s, early '40s, and you know they they've added on, but it just looks pristine. Right. You go there. There's no security guard looking for Pete Rose. There, there, there's a misconception there. <laughs> is there a picture of him, like a uh, band on the no, wall? No. Not allowed in? What's funny is during the uh, Hall of Fame weekend, he makes personal appearances up and down the street at various uh, sports memorabilia shops, yeah. which is kind of funny. So he's probably making more money than most other players. Yeah. So so you go into the Hall of Fame, and you know it takes a couple hours to get through it. And so what we did was we, we took our time, and there's like – they have it by different subjects, not like a chronological way of seeing it. So you go into different areas. They even had stuff about the you know cheating in baseball. They had the, mm-hmm. the, the PED stuff and things like that. But which makes sense because I mean that was it's part of baseball. It's a part, it's of, part history. of history. It's uh, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're not overlooking it still, but you know you you get to see everything you came for. You know you get to see, you know they had 
the, the San Diego chicken was there. They had the pinwheel from the White Sox stadium. We, we, we were able to see the lockers. Yeah, they got the Chicago Cubs right next to Chicago White Sox. So we got to see the lockers. Now those lockers, I, now I saw a picture. Um, if yeah. you if we watch on the YouTube channel, we'll put it up here. Uh, it's a picture. It's the White Sox and the Cubs next to each other. I can tell that the White Sox one, it's a Rizzo jersey. Or, I'm sorry, the Cubs one. It's a Rizzo jersey. It's got a base from the World Series. Is that stuff from the World Like, is that a World Series used jersey? And all the stuff is used for the World Series or just Cubs stuff in general? You know, I don't remember. It didn't say, but throughout the, the museum, there are artifacts. Yeah, there's got to be. Jersey, yeah, there's got to be stuff like everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. But, but they haven't updated the Cubs stuff since the probably beginning of the season because there were a couple of guys in the locker who are no longer sure, with the team. Sure, and, understood. Uh, but, I don't. Um, yeah, let's not let's not down the day here. No, no. But um, it's also historically some of my favorite Cubs, so it was good to see them. Yeah, awesome. It yeah. looks looks great. When you say it takes a couple hours to get through, I I think it might take me two days because I would want to sit and read absolutely everything in there. Well, that's that's what we did. So you know, I, I I took my time and um, and and looked at everything and and probably took us about four hours to get through. I should should clarify four hours to get through the first time because yeah, it was open till seven p.m. I came back a second time. Sure, sure. So so it was kind of neat. They had the different historical things. They had things on Babe. You know, they had Babe Ruth's uniform. They had all these great Yankees and great. MLB players through the years. It's all and the it stuff just, that you read about and then you actually get to see it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, game used bats, just just all this stuff in the history. You know, they had a, a section on women in baseball. We had a picture of Nancy Faust, uh, this, the White Sox organist yep. in there for many years. They had um, areas on, you know, just our favorite players. I saw some guy named Chipper Jones had some stuff in there. Larry um, Wayne, sure. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and uh, you know, and it's funny. Everyone else, everyone there is wearing their team stuff. Yeah, we were wearing. Yeah, we were wearing Cub stuff. You know, and yeah. there were people. There were people wearing Sox stuff. You know, and there were people wearing, you know, Yankee stuff. And you know, those were the, the Yankees were probably the highest because it's in New York, and you know, it's right. The yeah, it's right there. Yeah, they're probably probably all those people have been like millions of times, and they're like, why mm-hmm. are we going back? But. Uh, but every team was well represented. Like yeah. even like the White Sox had a. Uh, I have a picture of them. The old uniform, and then there was a helmet from Disco Demolition <laughs> was, was there, and so that was cool to see. And so so that took us about four hours, and the last part of it, you go into the where the plaques are. Right. Yeah, and that's what that's what my next question. So is it. Is it separated by like year they went into the Hall of Fame, or is it by the teams or well, positions yes. or? The main area is like the inaugural class. I think that was thirty six through thirty nine. So they have they have it in, like down the hall, and you can see it when you enter the room. And then around the outskirts, they have it by year. Yeah. So you could walk around. I walked around. I saw you know Frank Thomas, Louis Aparicio, the White Sox, and then you know I was looking for all my Cubs guys. You know. Yeah. Ernie, Billy, Rhino, you know, really cool seeing all that stuff. And I took a few pictures there and, and it was really neat. And it's just really presented out of the three Hall of Fames. I want to say it was the, the best homage to 
the players in the Hall of Fame. I think. Yeah, and I think you and I have a different affinity for baseball too, like as opposed to the other two that we're going to talk about. It's just mm-hmm. baseball is like that's it, and that's the one I want to go to. You said I need to go to it, and while you were gone, and you inspired me to do some math. So looking ahead um, to next season, there is a week in June where the Cubs play Tuesday and Wednesday night in Baltimore. And then they're off Thursday, and then they play three at Yankee Stadium. It's like the second week of June, the second full week of June, maybe the first full week of June. And um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to – let me scope out a, a trip here of like flying to D.C., renting a car, hopping up to Baltimore, then hop up to Cooperstown, and then over to New York – I mean, we were looking at $2,200 for the trip, like just as a bargain hunting, looking at $2,200. Yeah. And when I mentioned that to Anna at the same time as I was saving for a wedding, as the words were coming like, out of my mouth, I was like, I'm not going to do this, but I just wanted you to know that I did the math. <laughs> some Someday, someday. Someday we're going to be so rich off of this podcast I'm making that I can do this. She'll She'll be like, you're not going on a honeymoon to Cooperstown. Yeah. So. No, I wouldn't do that to And we're not either. bringing Pat on the honeymoon. Would not do that to her. Would not go on this trip uh, and putting our wedding in jeopardy. But it is on my list of things to do for sure. I'll jump back into the, my story a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I would say on the list, it must be Cooperstown. I put Cooperstown first. So we walked around and we were, we were done. So what we did is we walked out and they had some statue area. We looked at the statues. It was kind of neat. And then we walked down to the lake. They have a lake, a big lake there. And we, we, we looked at the lake a little bit. And then we walked up and down Main Street, got a little lunch. Mm-hmm. We went into the, they, instead of craft stores, they have a lot of memorabilia stores. So it was like looking at a museum again. Yeah. So we went in there and then and then we ended up sitting down for lunch. We got our lunch. We brought it to Doubleday Field, which is an old baseball field. And they were doing a clinic. Some former major leaguers were helping some special needs student, uh, special needs folks with um, you know, some baseball stuff. And it was kind of neat to see that. And everyone was having a great time. We, we started the day about 10. That was about 2.30. And then, you know, the museum was open for another three hours. Yeah. No, four hours. So we went back to the museum, walked in, walked around and hit things twice. But we had time now to look at like deep read into things. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. And and there were less people there. So it was kind of. Like, yeah, I was about to count. say the parents probably were taking the kids home by then. And, and, and uh, yeah. yeah, so I would recommend doing something like that. Um, For sure. So it, it was awesome. Yeah. So that so that was leg one of the of the journey. It, took off from cooperstown so uh, we went from cooperstown we went to niagara falls which okay. i'll only touch briefly and put that on notice too it was really exciting we were only on the american side but we did go on the made of the mist and it was just awesome sure. it got all wet and all that it was fun um at the end i almost kicked a skunk walking out he went across my path i'm glad i didn't kick oh, the skunk yeah i'll say so but we had to get to our hotel because the next day we, we got up for a four-hour car drive to go to Canton. Canton, Ohio, home of the Canton, Football Ohio. Hall of Fame. And what's interesting about the Football Hall of Fame, it's 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 in a suburban-type area. It was built in the 60s, so it kind of has a feel of you got the interstate running past it, and it's more of a suburban way where a lot of their fans came from. Yeah. 
and 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 they do there's interestingly they do there's kind of in a chronological order as opposed to the baseball fame which has more of a history where they sure. did it like on sections so you walk around you see the early days you know they had a bronco and a gursky helmet they you know they talked about Hallis and how you know the original teams and and i think it was Hallis. you might know the story better i think it was Hallis that saved the team that was playing up in wisconsin yes um yeah they were all ready to sell and and send the team out west to be the first team in the west uh for the nfl and uh it was because they didn't have a stadium to to play in that was good enough to hold fans in so Hallis uh got his buddies together got up a fundraiser and helped fund uh what is now uh referred to as lambeau field so you're welcome that's that's awesome and you know stuff like that was in there so it went chronological you know it was like the first section was more up to the super bowl era Mm -hmm. then they went into the super bowl era so you got to see the only undefeated team which was the miami dolphins and i'm a bears fan but i also root for the dolphins so it was kind of cool for me to see that right so i was looking for all the dolphins and bears stuff it was neat and then there was an area you know covering super bowl um 20 and the chicago bears almost went undefeated but they didn't quite january 26 1986 yes if they Mm -hmm. had not lost to the dolphins they would have not won the super bowl but that's another yeah another story for another day as a Dolphin fan, I'm glad that they didn't play each other in the Super Bowl because I would have seen the Dolphins get annihilated. I know. Any team. The Bears, yeah. Bears weren't going to lose that Super Bowl. Nope. No way. And so so it was kind of, they went through the the years and then, you know, we saw the jerseys and, you know, there's there's one area where they have a hallway. As you move in the hallway, they got pictures of different Hall of Famers and they had Joe Montana and Walter Payton. Together. Next to each so, other, which is... Which is cool because uh, Pat comes from a family of Notre Dame fans and obviously Bears fans, so having them next to each other was pretty spectacular. So that was kind of cool. My mom's former boyfriend, Joe Montana, mind you. You know, I think maybe she could provide a picture for you to share with the folks of her with Joe. Maybe. I don't want to bring her personal life into it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so, So, yeah, that was great. And then they had two... Like movie exhibits, exhibitions, like areas where they show the movies. And first one was kind of a 3D where Joe Namath came out and talked, and then they showed clips and things like it was really sound. The sounds were loud and it was really cool. And they were showing plays. They had the lockers on the outskirts with, you know, they had Marino, they had Montana, they had Jerry Rice, they had all the greats. Yeah. And that was really cool. And then the second one was. Where they show you how they film a Super Bowl type of game, and that was oh, like the NFL films kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. And that was cool. Um, I can hear the and then you can hear the music in my head. What's that? I can hear the music of like an NFL films in my head right now. I think I think the NFL owes a lot to NFL films just for the way for historical purposes, if nothing else. Definitely. So then you move into the uh, where they have the busts. The gallery, I guess, yeah. would be called, and it's nice. Um, when I was a kid, I was there, and I remember it being a lighter room. It was pretty dark, and they have all because now they have so many more Hall of Famers. They have sure. them all on shelves, so you can't walk up to you know. You used to be able to like stand next to the bus and get right. your picture taken. Now there's too so many of really, them. You, they have so many of them. They, you can't really do that. But I was able to you know 
first one I looked for, well, first one I saw was Hallis because he was in the inaugural class. Yeah. Do they do it but by then, class too? Just like, are, yes, they, are all they the busts in the, are they all the busts in the same area? For each class, yes. Okay. So, you know, it was that one, then we yeah. ran across Coach, and then and then I was looking, then I was like, I gotta find Peyton. So that became my, the guy I had to see. And yeah. so when we found Peyton, he was up on his shelf a little bit. So we took a picture, I took a picture with him. And then, and then it was, it was funny it's because you would probably enjoy a different area than I did. I enjoyed the area where it showed the most that I enjoyed was, it showed like the, the guys from the eighties. You know, you would enjoy that, but right. all the guys I saw, you know, Montana, Marino, Rice, Elway, all those guys. I was looking at all those. Yeah. And then you go to a more recent time, and they have those guys too, but it wasn't hitting me as, as right. hard. No. Because that's when I was so, I was like so impressionable. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I absolutely understand that mm -hmm. for sure. You know, and, and you know, so we walked through there and that was awesome. And then we, then we, they, they had a Super Bowl trophy there, and um, so I uh, for the next Super Bowl was in there. So oh, okay, I was able to cool. go stand next to the the Bears next Super Bowl <laughs> trophy. So that was yeah. kind of cool. Yikes! And um, then they, they, you know, they had different. They had uh, they had a section on the Super Bowl, and they they had a picture of all the all time leading runners. I guess Walter got surpassed, but I he did yes. Uh, I believe I, Barry Sanders. Right? No, it Didn't was Barry um, Sanders um, pass him? No, it was uh, Emmett Smith. Emmett, that's right. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith, yes. Emmett Smith, yeah. And then, you know, we we were able to uh, do that. And so so it took us about four hours to get through there. I read everything. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, then what we did was we went and did it again. <laughs> we, we, we walked through there again. Yep. Got some pictures, and it was less crowded again. So it was kind of. My, my routine now for these museums is to do it twice but where i really like it was the chronological order that they had this hall of fame or where they couldn't really do that for the baseball yeah thing. yeah i feel yeah i feel like baseball there's just too much going on at too many different times that like you gotta can't put mm -hmm. it all in chronological order with nfl it's different too i mean different sports different happening so it seems oh, yeah. a little easier to go chronologically with with football yep yeah. yep so and so yeah, that was really cool. And so at the end, we went outside, took some pictures of the football stadium and pictures in front of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And then there was uh, a football stadium, like a football practice area too, we saw. And then we were taking our pictures in front of the Hall of Fame. This, this gentleman comes up, asks if we he could take our picture for us. And we're like, sure. And we appreciate it. He was, a, he was wearing all Green Bay Packers stuff. Ugh. And we had to tell him that we were uh, Bears fans and he said he loved the bears <laughs> so <laughs> wait what i don't know he said he loved the bears and i'm like well, what are you wearing there and he goes you know i was at the miami game in the super bowl year what? i'm like yeah the one they lost so but he was a bears what? fan he liked the packers but, but he, he was wearing too. Packers stuff yeah so first off if man comes up with me with packer stuff and he's like here can i take your picture for you no you're not touching my phone you're not touching my camera you're not touching my anything <laughs> so good on you for trusting society more than I would. I started the run of the car, but I was told to stop. I so fine. So well, that's so. awesome. So two Hall of Fames down, um, baseball and football. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that really apply to me. Uh, but then you got to take a little bit more of, of a of a 
of a detour and head yeah. in. Yeah, well, we were in Canton, which isn't far from Cleveland. So what we did was we headed to Cleveland and the next day, and, and we went to into an urban area, then down by the lake. And it was kind of, and it was a newer Hall of Fame. It's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And what you do is when you come up to this building, it's it's like a, it's almost like a giant triangle and it's got yeah like all this architecture just like new modern architecture kind of cutting edge kind of like music you know yeah i've walked i've walked by it once obviously mm. i've never been in it but i walked by it once so so we did that that hall of fame and, and we did the same process now that hall of fame was kind of a longer chronological order on the first floor but it broke down to different areas it's a lot more than a um hard rock cafe with um <laughs> you know i would hope so yeah so it you know it started off the the, the inf- they started with the influences so they had the blues and uh, you know you know they had they had guys like buddy guys guitar they had, they bb king's guitar and his stuff and it was really cool and then you went into areas where they had like an exhibit on elvis which was really neat and to, to a room that was on one side of the room was, was the Beatles. And the other side of the room was the Rolling Stones. So <laughs> it's like, it was so cool. And, you know, those bands were, people thought they were more of rivals than they were. They were actually friendly rivals, I guess. Um, but, you know, you, you got to see the, the piano that John Lennon used and the guitars that, you know, uh, Keith Richards used. Yeah. It was just, it was really cool. Very and then nice. you got to see some of the fashions that, they wore and <laughs> it was like, interesting yeah very so that cool. Was cool and then and then the next room you we went into and you'll get a kick out of this it was about the super Bowl, super bowl halftime shows oh that's fun so it was kind of a highlight they, they had different things they had like different costumes people wore but they had some actual videos that they were showing of, of things happening i got to see springsteen behind the scenes of springsteen um halftime show and it was really cool they even had this last super bowl um where i forget who it was but there were like mirrored area he walked through they had some of that where you could walk through yeah and it was really interesting very nice and then then they had uh, an area of like the clothes like different clothes that the the people wore you know they had cheap trick zz top They, they had the glove michael jackson's glove they had suit springsteen warren tour and so that was kind of neat cool so that was all on one floor and then it was more the history and then then on the then then you would just like kind of go up the pyramid in different areas in one area you could make bumper stickers from for like fictitious bands or actual bands (laughs) you could you could nominate people to be in the hall of fame and i nominated uh we nominated two bands, uh, Ariel Speedwagon for my brother. Sure, yeah. And I, I nominated a Celtic rock band I like called The Elders, but I, they were the I was the first one to nominate them. I was told. Oh, well, there you go. You got that. So yeah, it thing. starts with one. Yeah. And then we went into the where they had probably the most disappointing area where they had the plaques for the people being. Um, in the hall of fame it was the size of like a 45 record which is about the size of a cd for you young people well you don't probably don't even know um, cds i'm um, familiar and, that, and so the, in that and then all the way at the top they had an area on good, great guitar players they had 
uh, when we were in there, they they had all the uh, Van Halen stuff from Eddie mm. Van Halen, which was kind of cool. Yeah. So that was that was that was a great Hall of Fame too. I, all three of them were great. If I had to rank them, you know, baseball would be number one. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then football, and then the rock and roll. So for me, I think it would, like obviously I want to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. If somebody asked me if I like if we were strolling through Ohio and somebody were like, "Hey, let's just stop in Canton," I I wouldn't say no. And I feel like it's the same for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm here, might as well. Your trip wouldn't be to that destination. It would be part of the trip. Right. So. And that's how I did it, where I made Canton more of a destination. And then the others were, hey, it's on the way, let's stop. Yeah, yeah. And then we, oh, I got to touch upon two other things before. Then we left the Hall of Fame and we went next door to, and saw the Jim uh, Jim Brown statue yes. at the football stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, got to see the football stadium. And then the the hallowed grounds where history was made on a on a unseasonably warm November day. On a Wednesday in Cleveland, perhaps? Yes, in the year of twenty sixteen of our Lord. Mm. There was a place we we pulled over and illegally parked so I could get my picture taken in, in, in this holy land. Yes. And that right there was worth the whole trip. Yeah. I uh yeah, in 2019 when the um when the All-Star game was in Cleveland that that weekend I popped over to Cleveland and uh did like the All-Star Fest or whatever that they had downtown. Uh walked through like they had like a little exhibit from the Hall of Fame in the convention center and and like an all-star fest thing but i too also as well uh walked by the cleveland stadium and had some feels for sure at progressive field i think it's called now mm-hmm. uh had some feels of uh, uh thinking about a a rainy wednesday night in cleveland that uh we will never forget but mm-hmm. all in all that's a cool trip uh but uh the last thing that we need to discuss before you get out of here is after your trip on saturday we ventured up to milwaukee and went to irish fest in milwaukee which uh is one of my favorite saturdays of the year uh i myself am not too into irish music it's not like my thing that i seek out Mm -hmm. however I seek out this weekend because it is so much fun and you see so many talented people do stuff you would never dream of being able to do. It's to me, it's the best festival in the year. It's yes. Um, this year was more of American based because a lot of Irish performers are unable to travel due to COVID restrictions. Right. But you know what? We have a lot of good Irish performers in this country alone. We do. A lot of all Ireland champions come from this country. Yeah. And, and yeah, uh, there were and there were a lot of acts that were doing their Irish music, but it was cool that like you said there wasn't there was a more of a bluegrassy American feel to Irish Fest this year, but at mm-hmm. the same time these people are just stupidly talented at what they do. Oh uh, yeah, to me the highlight of the festival um you might have a different highlight. Um, we saw the last show of the night was a um, performer called named Eileen Ivers yep. in Universal Soul. Anna and I agreed that was indeed the highlight of the day, the last act. She she's my she is Unreal. one of my favorite. She's jumping Irish. around, 
playing the violin, just jumping around, hopping around with her boys, and they have like a this ridiculous drum set that's like half bongos but half a drum set also. Uh, you have guys that, that one guy is singing and he's playing guitar and he's playing the trumpet and he's playing the violin and like, I mean just incredible uh, all day long there were people doing just incredible things with instruments while I was just sitting there drinking beer yeah and you can get a cold beer and um, yeah. every once in a while it will rain at Irish Fest but yeah. you just kind of deal with it you know Some what people- but it's a good thing that it rained on Saturday because before it rained it was so hot and then the rain came and it cooled down tremendously and it ended up being a lovely evening of live music and good food um, but it was a great time if you ever get the chance to go to Irish Fest. I absolutely recommend it, uh, and so does Pat. Um, yeah, I was. I think I, w- I went. Well, I know I went three days, and there's another Irish Fest this weekend in Peoria, and I'm half tempted to go down there for it. <laughs> Thank you for recapping your trip with us. This was fantastic. Oh. I very much appreciate it. I do intend on going to the Hall of Fame someday before my heart stops beating, um, mm. and the other ones maybe if it comes about you know it's great to have you back well i i missed you i missed you too yeah you know anna and mom were kind of mad at us because we the last couple times we've been on the podcast we've kind of been yelling at each other but they don't know that it's staged like it's it's we were talking loudly because we're passionate yeah and it's scripted we're trying to get mad at each other but we could never really be mad at each other how can we go viral if we don't give the people a little give them what they want they want exactly they want the drama they want well i hope when i listen to the anna and penny podcast that they're always in harmony same thank you pat appreciate it thank you Big thank you to Pat uh, for jumping on the podcast yet again. Uh, this podcast would not happen without him without him jumping on uh, and giving me the confidence and the backup to do this podcast. Um, it's kind of awkward to record sometimes when you're doing it by yourself. And he kind of got me off the ground and gave me the comfort level to come out here and put out a podcast. So big thank you to him. Uh, exciting trip that he got to take. I do hope to visit both Hall of Fames one day. Um, and he got to. So that's awesome. Thank you to him for sharing it. Again, uh, the Rizzo Foundation. Go to TommyExperience.com and right on the top of the homepage is a link where you can go and donate. Our goal is $500. We're not there yet. We're not really close to it yet. Um, so we would really appreciate your help with reaching our goal of $500 to donate to the Rizzo Foundation. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, former Chicago Cub, does great things with, with hospitals. Uh, former cancer survivor himself. Uh, actually, he is a ca- former cancer haver, definite cancer survivor, Anthony Rizzo. Um, and he just does so much for, for kids in the local hospitals. He's still doing stuff in Chicago, even though he's a Yankee right now. Um, so just make sure, check that out. If you're able to help, we'd appreciate it. Um, or just send us a tweet or something and encourage us on our walk. Uh, we would appreciate that as well. Um, so that's what we got going on. Again, thank you to Pat for coming on today. Uh, one more episode this week sometime. 
Not sure what it's going to be. We have some things up in the air, some scheduling, so we'll see. Uh, and then next week, at towards the end, we'll probably have a lot of football to talk about because it will be opening weekend uh, of college football, even though there are a couple games this weekend. Maybe I'll touch on them in our next episode. Uh, but, yeah, football's right around the corner. Um, Cubs or whatever. Bears or whatever. I don't know. So looking forward to the future. Uh, so that's it for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, catch up on everything with Tommy Experience, uh, TommyExperience.com, at Tommy Experience. Uh, I myself can be found at TommyIrby36. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Uh, we'll talk to you later this week. <laughs>